W, X is for Welcome back, everybody, to episode nine. It has been quite some time, a long time, a very long time. It's been two months, two-ish months, and uh, X and W are back. We're doing a podcast, episode nine. Christian? Wally, that was a really good intro, almost too good an intro. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'll be right back. Let me just check something here. It's in your hand. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was just checking for sticky substance. I thought might have oh, some spider tack. No, no, that, no, that was a, no. like a, that was a really good performance. So I want to make sure there's no performance enhancing. Uh, well done. A little foreshadowing there. Are we gonna yeah. talk about that a little later? I don't know. I thought it was a good beginning. Well, we have a few things that we uh, a few things. To, God, there's there's a bunch of things to talk about. We have uh, so that intro you just heard, it, it pops, doesn't it? I, I would want to I want to say a naughty word right now, but that thing pops. That is, we have to. We're going to say Frankie Q was our producer of, of that intro. That's and right, ladies and gentlemen. We have a producer now. He's not here. <laughs> We're not going to forget about the little people yes. after we get a producer. It's not. Nothing's changed. We're still the same couple of guys, couple of nutballs. We love you guys. And he's just going to help the, the, the thing flow a little bit. He's going to give it some, uh, you know, maybe some things in the middle of the podcast where you hear funny noises and stuff like that. It won't just be us. It'll be... Frank producing it. He's not here tonight, so don't expect that tonight. Who is here tonight is... Our first repeat guest. Repeat guest. Uh, host of Playing the Field podcast. Um, an incredible guest. I mean, that, it, was, it was in February that we did this. It's now June. Late, late June. Fourth of July is, is upon us this weekend. Happy Fourth to, to all of you that are listening. Hope everyone's um, having a good summer. It's... it's it's a good summer. Kurt Field is back. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Nice to be back. It's been a minute. It's been a it's been a couple minutes actually. A few minutes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I was so thrown off when uh, when X got up and start, when it walked over to you and started touching your head. I was I was wildly confused what was going on. But <laughs> now, that was a sweet. That was a sweet. Interview. Now you know how we all now we all feel the same way. We're watching baseball games nowadays. I, know. I mean, God. it really is an interruption, isn't it? It really is. I, I, was, I was wildly confused, but that was smooth. So shout out to you guys. That was great. <laughs> no, 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 no shout out to me. That was well, all X. That was that was good stuff. Well, I mean, the good news is that baseball is already a really high paced, not a slow game at all. <laughs> Keeps everyone's attention, and now we have something that's maybe going to slow it down a little bit with that. Uh, you know, everyone checking once a game or twice a game or whatever the case may be for that sticky substance. So we'll talk about sticky sub- substances a little later. Okay. And uh, you know, I, I also want to talk about like. You know, baseball in general is baseball cool again? I, I don't, I, I don't no. know, man. It's no. not. No. We'll talk later. I, I, I think don't know. The, I, yeah. We'll, okay. We'll talk the later. The stars in the game. We'll like, chat. They <laughs> need to market the hell out of those. Yeah, we'll talk about it we'll later. Chat. I think. Uh, I think what we've kind of like, you know, I don't know what we've made our keep here with the X and W vibecast. Even though you know we've only had eight, eight episodes, is we talk a lot of football, mm. and we talk a lot of. Patriots football. We talk about a lot of Washington football, you know, Redskins football, if you will. We won't call them the Redskins. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, 
there's some things to kind of even though it's late June, you know, training camp opens soon. I would assume, like late July. It's always football season. It's, it's well, it is. It is. Football it season. is. I mean, it's it's, this is a little bit season. of an abyss when I feel empty in my heart when there's no football. But I, there really is. I mean, you still got we had OTAs. I mean. OTAs. I mean, what do you guys even care about OTAs? Yes, I'm a nerd. Are you? Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, I feel like you know you hear like, like there's always those beat reporters that talk about you know they say oh wow look at Fitzpatrick made a great throw and it's like who the hell cares? But like I feel like you can get a lot out of like the coaches you know like sometimes you know Rivera will talk about certain things and like oh he's he really likes this guy or of course you have you always have the filthy liars like Belichick they don't say anything. Yeah, it's, he's he's but, not going to change. He's not yeah. going to change. But I totally hear what you're saying. Like so much of this information. Nowadays in social media, that's being tweeted out by these beat reporters. Yeah, is total not like who cares that on a second down play, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick overthrew someone by two yards. Like I, who cares? It's June. Yeah, there, but there is a pocket of people out there, fans. They're really into this stuff. I'm telling you. Well, I was going to get to that. That's me. Like I'm a nerd. I'm like I'm like nice. Always updating Twitter. That's good. I'm like, and the, for the Patriots, I'm like, all right, who, how'd Cam Newton do today? How'd Mac Jones do today? I'm, I'm a total nerd, but that's just, I'm, but there is, there is a, there is a pocket of people who, who, who nerd about, nerd out about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. Well, I You're mean, so I let me nerd. ask you guys a question then. So talking about OTAs, um, so for, for, with the Washington OTAs, uh, they had a really good turnout, you know, like 96 out of a hundred, I think showed up. I think 99 out of a hundred actually showed up to at least one of the OTA days. You know who didn't show up to any of the OTA days? Who? Chase Young. Ooh. The guy who just got a C on his chest. Um, the guy who is, you Yikes. know, supposed to be the leader of the team now. I, You know, is this going to affect the way he plays the game? No. I mean, I honestly, do I care about this too much? Well, I'm going to tell you, I, there's two sides of this for me. And I'll just see what you guys thought about this. Like, number one, yeah, it's not going to affect his performance on the field. As long as he's balling out and he's, and he's sacking uh, Daniel Jones and uh, Dak Prescott and making their lives a living nightmare, I'm happy with that. But, you know, Ron Rivera, is always, he's been preaching this culture change, right? Like, like getting like uh, getting the nonsense out of the locker room, getting people that are, or that are, or that are buying in. It's like, I don't know if I'm, a, I'm a, he's in, at least come and meet these guys. Like, there's all there's people on his team he haven't met yet. There's these people that they drafted. Like, I don't know. Hi, I'm Chase Young. I'm the I'm the leader of this team. Listen, I, I want to win this year. If so here Chase, I am. If you're Chase Young and you have the C on your chest, I mean, that's it's not mandatory, but it should be mandatory that he's there. Yeah. I mean, you should be there if you are Chase Young. Plus, well, like, let's not get lost in the fact that you've played one season in the NFL, right? He was he was one season rookie like, last year. Yeah. One so year. like, what are you, I mean, you had a good year, but, like, wh how, what have you proven? You, you had exactly. one good year. You better get your ass back to training camp. It, OTAs, I don't care. It's optional. It sets a, pre it sets a precedent. I mean, I don't know. Like, of course, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, they're not going to get up and they're not going to bad talk Chase Young. I don't even think they're allowed to do that with OTAs because it's not a mandatory thing. But I think, <laughs> I mean, do you guys think that if you ask Ron Rivera, would I prefer Chase Young to be there? Of course he's going to say yes. Of course he would, yeah. So I don't know. Is there a so, side story I'm not, I don't that we're want to, missing? Is there something that we're missing with Chase Young that well he we had a he had I, I know a couple things. I think he was doing something with Under Armour for like one day. I think it was like a one day shoot, and I know he was working out on his own. And so some people say like, well, if he wasn't working out at all, okay, this is a big deal. But he was still working out. Just from a, it's just like Washington. Is, you have to have a little self awareness of where you are. This isn't New England. This isn't Pittsburgh. This is Washington. There's been this is this has been a shit show. For a long, long time. I mean, this is a lot of overpromising, underdelivering. You're at a, and and now you have a you're changing the culture. You have a coach that's changing the culture, and it's like this is a whole, it's a different ball game, different team. I should know this, but I, I don't I don't know this. Um, 
if it was a we a league wide thing or it's just a, a Patriots thing. I know for the Patriots they had OTAs. Obviously OTAs are not mandatory. You know, mm-hmm. you have uh, you had a lot of veterans for the Patriots who who weren't there. Whatever. But at the end of at the end of OTAs they had a three day mandatory mini camp. Mandatory. So they like you know everyone is expected to go. And the thing that was for the Patriots was Stephon Gilmore was not there mm-hmm. um, because you know the 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 two defensive player of the year two years ago at corner trying to get a pay raise. And there's no doubt he deserves a pay raise. It's just right. like it was mandatory. So do you know for if that's a week league wide thing? I yeah, uh, that, that you, you stumped me. I don't I don't know. I was wondering if that's a. I thought I heard that the Washington had a, a three day mandatory mini because camp I, as well. Do but you know, I don't know. Chase. I, I'm again, yeah, he came to that. Okay, he, that's, he came to that. Frank, you can look good. it up. If you know Frank, Frank. If Frank, Frank was here, you here? Look, Frank, Frankie Q. look it up. What is the uh, three-day mandatory NFL league rule? Talk I, to us. Boy, I, I really set the groundwork. You should us. know this. I know. I wanted Damn to make it. this sound impressive with a producer. He's not even here on his first day, by the way, just so you guys know. He's going to be great, though. I mean, the, oh, the, he's going to be amazing. He is, just like Chase He may even say some words that are good. But the thing is, like, so, like, what, this is funny because when football season comes, we're not even going to remember what we talked about. No, <laughs> no, want. no. We're going to be. Tayshaun will have ten sacks in the first three games. Yes. Like, okay, uh, what? Okay, we'll be doing. We'll be doing. We'll be doing twenty-seven podcasts in the first two weeks of the NFL because <laughs> I'll be so excited. So, so that's the defense. You know, what about uh, what are we doing with Washington's quarterback situation? I know. So, let's rewind the clock back to. Uh, what was it? February? We we last met. I mean, a long time ago. Kurt, you like to, this is the cool thing to say. Like when you say we have receipts. Oh, we have receipts. We have receipts from that podcast. We we talked a little about Fitzpatrick. You X talked about like the potential of Fitzpatrick being there. X even, and we'll talk about this a little later. Um, with Cam and Mac Jones and the Patriots, but X even like throw out like Mac Jones being a potential draft uh, pick for the Patriots. You know, we said some things, we, so go we, back and listen to that episode. Yeah. The receipts are right there. We yeah. were talking about we didn't. Cam Newton hadn't re-signed with the Patriots. We were talking about him potentially being in Washington with Ron Rivera. Boom. Yeah, so we like, had some things. Yeah, I, I had. I think and I had Mac Jones going to the 49ers, and I was so confident so about did it. You, so you did. I think that was episode eight, though. I think you were talking about that with Jeremy. Everyone yeah, I was. did. Though. No, we were talking about that because we he was asking That's me right. about. Justin. I just thought he was such a Kyle Shanahan guy, but uh, hey, by the way, first preseason game, Washington football team versus Mac Jones Ooh. and the Pats. Might be Cam Newton. So, so yeah, no, well, I'm pretty sure it's going to be. But, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Heineke, you love that one playoff game. You know, Fitzpatrick brings Oh, we have receipts a, for that, too. I think I overreacted to that you, one, you which, I, which I would do all over again, and you should. by the way. I think people got to – why wouldn't you get excited about that performance against the Bucs that day? Like, he, he showed a lot of grit. He showed a lot of toughness. Of, of every team the Bucs played in the playoffs – Nobody played them tougher than Washington. Thousand percent going, going to the Super Bowl. Like even take Kansas City into the equation. Washington played Tampa better than anybody. I think that. Well, I think you're I think Heineke kind of pushed. Okay, them. I, I mean, the the defense laid down. I mean, they get whenever you get five hundred yards plus, uh, you're you're not really giving Brady <laughs> Brady much of a matchup. But you know, they did. Heineke did put the pressure on for a few. You know, for for most of the game. I will say this. I mean, after that game, it was like, wow, this guy's a baller. But if you listen, if you see the way that. Washington reacted after that. Yeah, they signed Heineke to a two, I think a two million dollar a year, two year deal. So they they wanted to keep him around. They're like they were intrigued, but they went hard after Matt Stafford. Hard after Matt Stafford. They went. They made their top priority in the offseason to get a quarterback. They went after. They made calls about Derek Carr. They made calls about Mariota. I don't know if they inquired about Deshaun uh, Watson. I'm not sure if they did that or not. Um, and they end up getting uh, Fitzpatrick. So I, in my mind, they're he's he's uh, coming in to be the starter of the Washington Football Team. However. 
Ron Rivera, I know Connie probably has to say this, but he said there's a, Q, a quarterback competition. And apparently Heineke is turning some heads. And that perked my attention because I was really excited about that Tampa game. I think it would be the best thing. I mean, think about this. This would be the best thing for the Washington organization if somehow Taylor Heineke is the starting quarterback for Washington. Think about it. They have a, they have a quarterback on the cheap for two years. It was someone they, they found. And uh, all of a sudden, they got they got their guy for. I'm, I'm sure. Hopefully, they have some some foresight, unlike they did with Kirk Cousins, and they they signed him to a bigger deal earlier than the two years. But that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Listen, he hasn't gotten any reps with the first first team. Uh, the first team. So you know, right now it's it's saying to me that Fitz is the starter. But huh? so like we'll he did, he hasn't gotten any reps with the first team, but like he. He started a playoff game with the first team. I know you. You really. Yeah, he's already one more playoff game than Fitzpatrick's ever played. Yeah, I know, <laughs> so. Seriously. So I mean, who knows? I think you know. I think it was really, really smart by Washington. So if you liked Heineke or whatever, it's great to keep him around and then bring in a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has literally played in like half for like half of the NFL franchises. Yeah. So the guy has a wealth of knowledge. Like I mean, a smart guy, good good locker room guy. It's yeah. it's a really good it's a really good situation in Washington. And let's not forget, too, that when Ryan Fitzpatrick got benched in Miami last year, he was like 6-2 and two as a starter. Yeah, and we talked about that, too. Miami that would have been in the playoffs situation. if he played the whole season. I 100% agree. But, you know, uh, you know listen, Fitzpatrick's going to be – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be jumping up and down my couch a lot in anger and excitement because he's going to win some games. There's going to be six games, five games he wins, and there's going to be some others that he's going to give away. And we're, i got to hope that defense is uh, – is ready to ready to ready to play some uh, play some defense and and uh, and win the games as well. So, you know what's crazy? So listen to this. So we all like it's it's crazy now. Washington is, you know, their their defensive line is kind of across the board, ranked in the top five right now. So you know whatever. I, I think it's a little bit. I just I just remember the Tampa game and I think that they're a little overrated. But pro folk, if, I don't know if you guys like pro football focused. I I don't know how I feel about them. But they, so they did the top offensive lines in the NFL. Um, where would you guys think that Washington would end up as an offensive line in the NFL? I don't know. Middle of the, the pack, 16, the pack 17, yeah. 18, 19, something like that. They ranked them as number three. Wow. The third oh, best wow. offensive line in the NFL. And they so, I mean, the football. Yeah, I, but I mean, so you're talking like, I mean, but they need to have, I think that one of their rankings, they, I thought Indianapolis was one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. They didn't have them in the top 10. So I don't know if I. They're pretty young. Indy's pretty young. Yeah, I don't know where they, where they get these things. I, they had Dallas at number two. I think they had. Um, who they have number one? I don't remember. Probably the Patriots. Just kidding. Just it was kidding. Just it, it was kidding. yeah. It was someone with um. I think it might have been Tampa or someone up there who who. Made, oh no, New Orleans was number one. Um. So I mean, you look over to history. Like, just say, let's just say they're right. Can I? Can you guys humor me for a second? I'll, yeah, I, I'm I'm here. If you have a top five defensive and offensive line in the NFL, you're going to win a shitload of games, you aren't you? A lot of games. Okay. Yeah, you win a lot of games, and you know, with a veteran like Fitzpatrick, who's who's been known to be ultra-competitive, a, a, a tough, tough guy. You know, one of the takeaways with Heineke is the fact how much they loved Heineke. Like, the, the Redskins team, like, they loved playing for him. You could see it in that one game. I know, again, it's, we're talking about one game, and we sound nuts right now, uh, but I know Christian's excited. But, like, it was, a, know, play, it was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. And it was against and Tom Brady, and it was against a Bucks defense that was nasty. With a defense like the Reds? With, who's with the missing Washington. their best defensive player, by the way. Yes. So. Let's just, let's not forget about that. With a defense like you talked about, with the offensive line like you talked about, with a uh, veteran quarterback, with a running game, what they had, with their passing game too, like with McLaren and you know other weapons that they have, like you know, Washington this, Washington's going to be right there in the NFC East. It just makes me think when you think about those teams that like maybe they didn't have like Hall of Fame quarterback play. 
Yeah, think about those '80s Giants. Like they had like you know Jim Burt. They had obviously nasty defense, and they had like uh, uh, like all star offensive linemen. They had Phil Simms as quarterback, and they went fourteen and two. Reminds me of those old Redskins teams too. We said Redskins a lot tonight. We by did the way. say we're we're gonna. That's negative. That's where karma's gonna hit us. Yeah. Let's hope not. One of these days, I'm gonna tell gonna everyone my. I'm gonna tell everyone my thoughts on that, but I haven't. I haven't gotten the. Uh, I, we we gotta clear up some time for me to go crazy on that. But go we ahead. Have yeah. So we have what time. about what about these Patriots though? What are we What are we doing? Mm. So be, before we get out of the Patriots, I, I gotta ask you about Kurt about uh, Tom Brady and his recent comments last week when he was on that uh. show and and talked about the. The the team sticking with that mother effer. I know I'm like I'm coming going going off script right now, but um, you know, what is it with 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 Tom? There was that I I love it as a competitor. I think that's Tom. So let's tell Tom. the audience. I didn't hear this. Tell the audience what Tom Brady said. I'm excited. So basically, Tom was he had a, it was a, it was an interview kind of like unlike you've seen Tom before because he was open and he he. He actually gave you some stuff. Tampa Tom. He's Tampa, different. He, no, just, he yes. gets drunk yeah. on boats. Hey, Tampa Tom. No, seriously. He he's, tweets. He's a different guy. So basically what was well, – this interview was basically like he was he was very open about like uh, – the question was asked about where, you know, free agency for him, what that was like. And he was said that uh, – well, it kind of came out that he was very, very close to signing with a team. They didn't mention the team in the report. But uh, the team ultimately decided to go in a different direction. And Tom's reaction was like, "You're gonna stick with that mother effer, <laughs> like, and not and not pick me." And ultimately, it was the Saints. It came out to be like, "So you're is gonna, it the Saints? It was, was it the Saints? It was the Saints. Oh, there Drew Brees. It was, so you're gonna stick with Drew Brees over me." And then he goes to that interesting. Same, so he goes to that same division, and then wins the Super Bowl. That sounds a little bit like competitive Tom. Well, yeah. well, and then did you see the thing like the Draymond Green thing where he was like he Tom has just been he's been so open. He made, he made he made a com another comment where he was like, you know, ninety percent of the stuff that I say I actually don't think. I heard that. Yes. So yes. he's like, I might hype up. A, I'll be in an interview or a, at a press conference, and I'll say that the, the, you know the left corner for uh, for Carolina is just unbelievable. Great guy. Can't throw the ball over there. And in my head, I know he sucks. He's gonna, I'm gonna throw out him <laughs> that, all day. Wow! Like, oh, he Tom was, Brady unshackled. No, he is, serum. Yeah, he was. He was. So, take a look at it. Go on YouTube yeah, or whatever you're gonna do. Take a look. Out. It's great. Like he was great. so open and so organic. And then he also made a comment too. He's he, like about he, the NBA guys, which yeah. I I think that was. You know, I love Tom Brady. And I, what is it? The receipts are there. The you receipts know, are there. Yeah. I, we had an episode saying I love Tom Brady, I but think like this is gonna the be NBA our stuff was like, all right, Tom, like you need to kind of like chill on that because NBA guys like. They, they go through 82 games, and, yeah, they have load management and whatnot, but he was saying, like, I, I don't know exactly what it was, but he was giving NBA guys some shit. Yeah, he was give, he was going at Draymond Green. He's like, you know, you huh. got, he's like, you know, you guys are wearing comfy shoes. You're in a perfect climate. You know, all this crap. You know, there's no contact. You can't do anything. You know, you get rest, blah, 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 blah. And then Draymond Green was like, uh, I guess. But he's like, you know, you stop after every play. And he's like, we're <laughs> – like, jog up the yeah, field. he's like, you know, we're running – it could be like seven minutes straight in an NBA game, no stops. You're, you gotta, you gotta be in shape. And Tom kind of walked back on it, but Draymond Green was funny. He was like, you know, he was like, good response. Yeah, he was yeah, like, very good response. He's like, I didn't know if I could talk back to the goat like that. But. <laughs> well done, Draymond. Yeah, well was, done. I mean, it's been cool to see Tom this organic, but at the same time, it's like whoa, because it's just been so different well, than what it, it has been for his whole career. And right? here's the thing, and I think he gets a lot of that from Bill Belichick, because Bill Belichick probably has said some things like, you know, there was years past where the Dolphins would be one in fourteen, or the Jets are like, they're like, and he'll talk how you think they're 
a Super Bowl contender, an amazing team. It's like you don't really think that, like Belichick. They, they like stink. you don't they just say it. But he's not gonna. Of course, he's not gonna say it. Yeah, just, but, and I don't think Tom t- Tom tells anything we don't know because we know that he's bullshitting most of the time. Yes, yeah. of course. I mean, he gives you the same thing. Like, oh, you know, these Cardinals—they're gonna they're tough defense, and like, yeah, this, that's what Belichick does, Stop. what Brady does. Yeah. We all know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's but, but that's great. But I it was funny. It was, it was an interesting listen. Unshackled Tom. He's in care yeah, anymore. Good to hear your perspective. Yeah, I'm, it's just it's interesting because you know the guy's my goddamn hero. It's just like it's just so weird seeing him like this. And what really caught my attention too, because you know Tom has said he's he, you know there were all those, you know, I don't know if they were any validity to those reports, but like oh he'll play till fifty now. It's like he made a comment. He's like no, it's like I'm close. Like he's like I'm close to being done. Um, I'm like I I wonder like at this point, what else does this dude have to prove? Like, doesn't have to prove anything. I mean. Nothing. I know he says he had to prove it to himself that he could win somewhere else, and he did in his first year. So it's like, wh- honest to God, what else is left for this man to do? Like, there, it's, is it? I maybe this is crazy. I'd be almost bored if I was Tom Brady. I'm like, yeah. all right, like what? I don't what, think I don't think next? he is though. I no. think at the second, the, the the day he retires, the second that he believes he's nothing else to prove. I'm pretty sure he believes some. I mean, he, it's, it's, we don't think so. No one thinks so. No one thinks he has anything to prove except for him. And uh, and I, he's going to keep playing until he thinks he has nothing else he's to prove. He's a sociopath. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, no, he's, he's a, a sociopath. He's a, but you heard it first a, here at the XW Podcast. They're, 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 Tom Brady is a sociopath. <laughs> There's your title. Boom. boom. <laughs> I like so, it. So, you know, obviously we're talking about Tom Brady. In uh, It's funny how we talk about Tom before we talk about the Pats. But, like, the Patriots are going to be – such a fascinating I, – I said it last year. This year it's going to be so fascinating to watch the Patriots play football. And, you know, the situation with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, the new weapons, how is their defense going to respond. And, you know, you're going to have a, Bill, a very motivated Bill Belichick. And, you know, at whatever, 68, 69 years old, he, yeah. he's got to be motivated by, by what Tom Brady has done. What he hasn't done uh, this last two years, he has got to be focused. His off season tells you how <coughs> how pissed off and how motivated he is. How often do you see the Patriots go out in the in the very beginning of free agency and just spend at will? They don't do never. That. Oh my god! Never. Yeah, they, that was they had a nutso free they, agency. In I those can't first like three or never four days that. of free agency, it was it was bananas. It was it, it was insane, and you know there were reports before free agency that the Patriots could be quote uncharacteristically aggressive and i was like that's they're blowing smoke i was like there's no you way you said that i think you said it tom was like, curran yeah had made had made the comment that they were gonna do it he, and, and they boom. were gonna do it and i was like there's no way because bill belichick has never done that before and they i mean they are overspending in free agency at the beginning of free agency they don't they don't do that but i think bill's like all right it's almost like a self-reflection type thing uh because bill you know bill's a very prideful man and he, I feel like he kind of – I love Bill Belichick. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like, he, you know, he never does anything wrong in his head. And what's interesting is, like, like what what he did in free agency was, like, you drafted two tight ends in the third round last year. You wasted right. two third-round picks last season. They both kind of sucked. And now you go out and you get the top two tight ends in the market. And it, it's like you are you are kind of admitting to yourself, hey – I kind of screwed that one up. Like the, right. those guys have not a lot of talent, and he yeah. went out and he went out and he addressed it. So I'll give him credit for going out and addressing it. 
Did he overpay? Yeah. Is the cap going up next year? Yeah. So I don't really care as much. Yeah. But it's like he. It's just. It's like I've never seen Bill Belichick before. So you want as a fan, you want that though. You want him to not care about the cap and overspending yeah. a little bit. It's just, nice. It's you want to nice, win. It's you been a nice win. change. Like I mean, if you, it was like the Helen Keller School of the Blind last year playing receiver for the <laughs> Patriots. Like it was terrible. It was terrible. No wonder. I mean, I don't think Cam Newton's. No offense be, to Helen Keller. Yeah, Hel- we love we love Helen Keller. Yeah, my brother thinks that's you fake. You said Ray Charles. <laughs> oh, I guessed last time. Oh, you should God. have brought that up again. Oh, oh I forgot right. about that. Oh, that's God. horrible. Well, you're right, Kerr. I mean, it's horrible they, they... that I said that. So, uh, so okay. So, as your as your guys are saying it's about the Pats, what do you guys? What's your prediction for them in the AFC? This is early prediction. This is like way too early. Well, prediction. first off, I mean, we get to predict yeah. 17 games, which is a which is. Bring it on. It's so hard to say. 10 and 7. 11 and 6. How do you say that? And how are the Cowboys going to not be? They have to tie a game because they like to end up 8 and 8. They have to find a way to 8 and 8. August 8th is officially uh, Cowboy Day, but we can't have that day. I I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. I'm not going to give you a record. I'm not going to. I'm going to give you a record. I'm not going to give you a record. This is what we do, Kurt. Come on, man. Do it, Kurt. Give us a damn record. 11 and 6. I did it. All right. Hey, but here's my thing. It's It's. I know Miami's improved. I know, I understand Come on. that. It's a two it's a two team race. It's Buffalo and it's the Patriots. I like Buffalo a lot. I think that team is loaded. But it's like I the Patriots will not be what they were last year. They will be they will be so much better and it's gonna be because of their defense. It's not their offense will be fine. Okay. Mediocre. Their it's defense, gotta it's gotta be better. Their defense is going to be phenomenal and it starts in the middle with the return of Dante Hightower. I I'm mm. saying this with if Stephon Gilmore and he wasn't does come even back, play right. Like, wh- what happened with Hightower? That was, that was, that was a weird. He thing. opted out in 2020 because he was having a baby. Yep. And then all these reports came out by these losers on Twitter, not beat reporters, losers yep. on Twitter, like people like me. And they were like, "I don't. He's, think you're, you're he's retiring. Show, man. He's retiring. You're not a loser. I know. This is my claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's retiring, and he's like, he came to OTAs. He came to mini, mandatory minicamp, and he's like, I'm, uh, I'm not retiring. So. You know, I, that was all smoke. But I do think the Patriots will be much improved. They went out and got two very capable tight ends, two top ten to, uh, tight ends in the league. So, you know, those guys are there to play. They're not going to be on the bench. So you'll have a two tight end set again for the Patriots. you got Nelson Aguilar. you got Kendrick Bourne. you got their okay receivers. They're I'm okay. Not, Let's I'm not, not go he- crazy yeah, about I'm not, here, like- I'm not here telling you they're going to be all pros. They're certainly not. But they're, they're better than what was there last year. When that news came out, both of us were like, this is fun. This is great. Like, was but great. Like, you think no. about Aguilar, he had one good year last year. He was okay with I Philly. Mean, he was good with the Raiders last year. Kendrick Bourne, man. you know, we'll see We'll see what he's about. Those two um, tight ends are legit, though. Oh, the tight ends are great, yes. And you have – Very good. You have a good running – you have a good running game. And I know yes. that's, what, that's why I really truly believe if Cam Newton can just make it work offensively, like just be mediocre throwing the ball, he's going to start. Because he gives you, again, football can be a very, very, very simple game if you break it down to numbers. Cam Newton makes it 11 on 11 when you when you are in talking about like the running game. You have to account for the quarterback. If Mac Jones is playing quarterback, it's 10 on 11 because Mac Jones is not a viable threat to run. And that's why I feel like if you can have the same kind of stuff you had last year with Cam Newton, those, those read options, those speed options, that type of offense, and he can make it work with comp, competent receivers i still think he's starting i know bill belichick loves to do bill belichick came out and said yeah I there's mean, no competition there's no doubt it's, cam's our it's quarterback. cam newton's yeah. team so we'll see it's cam newton's offense and i guess that's the million dollar question x as a objective observer from the outside 
you know, being a Washington football guy, does Mac Jones step on the field? Does, does he? Do we see Mac Jones this year? I, if we do, I think we're in trouble. I'm not. Yeah, I think that's a good segue because I'm not going to say we're going to see Mac Jones because I know anything about Mac Jones and he's so great. But I just seeing what I saw from Cam last year, I think it is, it is in play that uh, middle of the season we could just from performance reasons, just from Cam, you might see Mac Jones. Yeah, and I, I, I like from for I know you hope I'm wrong. And, I know, hope you're wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. Yes. You probably do see you probably do see Mac Jones this year. You, interesting. I, I really I I feel like he will, but I think Cam's going to start. What was interesting to me because like we talked about the opening of this, I am one of those nerds who I was I was scrolling Twitter furiously at the end of mini camps, <laughs> and it was like you know, <laughs> I can't live with telling the story because I'm I'm really exposed. Tell it. I'm, I'm Tell ex- it. I'm exposing. This is why you're here? Come I'm, on, man. Tell the story. Tell the damn story. Straight up exposing myself, but it's like. I was so into the nitty-gritty on Mac Jones audibled at the line of scrimmage and got out of Oh, a, I saw that. He got I'm out, just kidding. I was like, did you really? Did you, did you see my eyes light up? You did. You I, my, sorry. I, that, was, that was messed up. I shouldn't have done Jesus that. Jesus Christ. I, so I was like, uh, he audibled at the line of scrimmage and got out of, a, got out of a play, recognized a blitz, and threw a touchdown or something. You did not see Cam Newton audible one time last year because he didn't know the offense well enough. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, and the, and you know the beat reporters are like, Cam Newton's still not really doing that at the line of scrimmage. So I'm like, okay, is Mac Jones just really, really, really smart, or is Cam Newton just not not there yet, not having a full grasp of the offense? So I think from that standpoint, and a lot of the beat reporters are like, when Mac Jones was out there, it was more similar to the Patriots' offensive old. That's not comparing him to Tom Brady. It just it looked more like that because mm-hmm. last year was wildly different. So different offense with Cam. You will see Mac Jones at some point. It's just it's just kind of a matter of when. Interesting. Right. I, that'll be so. A, Wally, gun to your head. Buffalo, New England. Who wins the division? Oh, New England. New England wins the division. Yeah. If we see Mac Jones, I don't think so. So because here's what's going to happen. I, I think, the, the and this is where it could get dicey in New England for for. You know, last year was what it was because of COVID and because of like the weird season. But like, you know, I've I've talked about this a little bit too. Is that it could be dicey when, you know, there's three or four games where Cam doesn't play well, and then Bill Belichick digs in his heels with the media, and he continues to play Cam, and then finally, it's gonna be one of those situations where like he has to play him. I hope we don't get there. If we don't get to that spot, it's New England's division. I really believe like there's there's pedigree. I think they're motivated. I think uh, you know Bill Belichick is is still the best coach in the game, and um, but we will see. I mean, we we definitely will see. I think Buffalo wins it by a game. Oh, for crying out loud! Yeah, Wally, I, mean, a, I, I want to ask Walt, W a question. When was the last year? I don't know if you can remember this that you did not predict New England to be the AFC's champions. I don't know. Let's see, 1992 maybe, 1991. It's a, a tough year. There you go, definitely a tough Washington year. Washington won that. Those are the Hugh Miller years. Year. Tommy Hodson, <laughs> Dick McPherson maybe, Rod Rust. Rod I like Rust. old Patriots guys. Sounds like this an old retired porn Stephen star. Starring. I have no idea of any of the guys <laughs> you just named. Yeah. Steve Grogan. Shows our age. I know Grogan. Grogan wasn't on that 91 team. Interesting fact about the NFC East, by the way. Tommy, I, mean, I got to find this because I had this written down here. Okay. Over the last 16 years, only one team who was picked to win a division won it. Wow. Not since 2004 has a team won back-to-back. And seven out of 16 times um, a team was picked to finish last, they won. Wow. It's a weird division, huh? That's I mean, that's crazy. crazy. That's what, what, what division do you see that? Yeah. So this was what makes me happy this year. The Dallas Cowboys 
or predicted to win the division. So that makes, <laughs> happy. makes me very, very division. happy. They're not going to win the division. No. Let's get crazy. They're not. Listen, Dak Prescott. If the, if the if the Atlanta Falcons knew how to recover an onside kick, <laughs> they would have been zero and five with Dak Prescott. Everyone's right. saying, "Oh, Dak's back. Sign him to a big deal." Like. They were losing with Dak. Signed him with a big deal after he snapped his leg in half. Yeah. You have no idea. I right. Mean, I mean, it sounds like he's all right, but it, you have no idea. You don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't. That's a, that, was a, that was a sick injury. It's disgusting. But, yeah. I wish, Dak, I wish Dak and his family well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. Okay. Hold on one second. Picture, you, you good? Yeah. You good? <laughs> all right, no. We're, Is no, there sticky stuff on your fingers, X? <laughs> yeah, I can't take the microphone out. I meant sticky. to drop it. But I have a lot of spider tack on my hands. Mm. It's all for performance, guys. I mean, you've seen the way I perform tonight. You need, I need a little. I need a little edge. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers. Anyone hear anything about him? Oh. Aaron Rodgers. Anything new about him? <laughs> He's such a oh, diva, yeah. dude. Oh, I'm gosh. so sick of hearing about him. Yeah, you, I mean, you love bringing him up, dude. I hate. Don't him. get me started I, with I Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like he has his his fiance. I think it's well documented. I don't even know. Yeah, w is a version to Aaron Rodgers by this just point. Just go host Jeopardy and get out of my. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. Just I, go host Jeopardy. You guys, so you guys are obviously on the. If you guys were to pick a side, you'd be on the Packers side through this whole thing. I bet. Oh, without a yeah, doubt, like he's okay. a prima donna. I I just I don't know. I listen. I got him. I got a message. For uh, who, who's the uh, CEO president of the of the Packers? Murphy is that his last name? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a message. I got a question actually for him. Do you even <laughs> do you have any idea what it's like to not have two back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks on your organization? I mean, the way they're treating this Aaron Rodgers situation. Listen to this. So, well, so okay, the, that whole thing with Jordan Love. They didn't tell Aaron Rodgers they were, they were drafting Jordan Love, but I mean, it is Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins knew that they were going to draft Mont. They're going to correct draft a quarterback. Andy Dalton, who was on the Bears for one second, knew that they were was told by the coaching staff we might draft a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers wasn't told about this. I mean, that was listen, bad. That but was I mean, bad. you have, but the way they're treating this is like they don't understand what it's like to like. Do you know what it's like not to have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back? I I had ninety five quarterbacks in and out of my huddle on my team. In the same period, they had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. For God's sakes. I mean, make it work. For God, this is Aaron Rodgers. Make the goddamn thing work. I don't care what you have to say to him, what you have to pay him. Money speaks. Yes. Do something. Yes. Well, I make mean, it what work the heck like, is going on with these guys? Aaron Rodgers makes it sound like it's everybody else's fault besides his. You, the last two years, they're what, 13-3? and three? They home field both years. Uh, NFC title game both years. You can't get the job done. You have Devontae. What Adam. you just you described, are, are I would Aaron I would do dirty things Rogers. to have what you just you said would. for my team. I know you So would. I guess my point is I agree with both what you both of you guys said. Aaron Rodgers is off. He's a little off. He's a diva. I mean he really is. Didn't he not talk to like his own family for some weird reason? Like his mom. There's some for a issue while? with that. Yeah, there's I a there's a he's a he's wanna, a weird dude. But so enough about it. Yeah, well, if you're the if you're the Packers organization, wouldn't you know that this guy's a little bit of a diva and a little off and wouldn't you handle it in a different way? I mean I They're, think Murphy was like talking to like the, the president was talking in the media bad about Aaron Rodgers. We need to have him on the show. Murphy would be a good guy. To I would like show. to. I want you want to ask this guy <laughs> so many questions. Like, what are you? I mean, so I agree with what you're saying, but the way the Packers are handling this is like, it's like malpractice. I mean, I I, I I feel like there's no doubt the Packers have have screwed up a couple things. Yes, the Jordan Love thing. Just, just at least give him a heads up. Like, hey, you're getting older. We're read the, the room. Like, but then, I think the nail in the coffin for Aaron Rodgers was what happened in the Buccaneers playoff game last year. When they when they kicked a field goal down by seven, fourth, late in the game, fourth down, fourth late down. in the game. That was stupid. Taking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, kicking a field goal, playing percentages, you literally, you're not getting the ball back. So, yep. like, 
I mean, I think for Aaron Rodgers, that was like the icing on the cake, nail in the coffin, whatever you want to call it. I agree 100%. And that, he was like, all right, my coach is not faith in me anymore. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. And I, don't get me wrong. I think he's I think he's a, uh, a female dog. Uh, put, put it, that was polite. When, Good job. That. Yep, thank you. Um, PG-13. PG-13. Man, it was, it was pretty PG. It was pretty PG. We said some bad, naughty words. Whatever. Naughty's okay. Um, <laughs> it's just like I'm, I'm – What do we call Tom Brady? I forgot. My savior. sociopath. Socio- uh, yeah, that's not sociopath. a dirty word. No, that's, no. Not dirty. that's scientific. Yeah, that's just facts. It's yeah. science. <laughs> it's this science. science. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Remember the whole thing right before the draft came out? Remember? It was draft night. They were like, he's going to Denver. And everyone's like, whoa, hold on a second. Denver didn't draft a quarterback. And I was like, are they going to really land Aaron Rodgers? And now we've kind of we've kind of you know, come back on that one a little bit. So I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, it would change the landscape of the NFL wherever he goes. But being perfectly honest, I don't care. I don't want to hear about him. I don't want to see him. Just go host Jeopardy. Yes, go, go away, Aaron Rodgers. Go away. You, you, you've had your chances. Brian Barnwell ranked the second most likely team to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Your Washington football team, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. where it all circles no, back it all to? Back is this to no, I, I actually think I Here's think he, I think he stays in Green Hold Bay on. despite all this. Here's what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Actually. Yeah, listen. There's always a I, there's a method to my segues. Method to my segues. Put that as a title of this podcast. Method, method to method my segues. Method to X's segues. By the way, breaking news: the New York Mets just got a hit. <laughs> Did they? They have hey, the they're, they're, they have they're the, first place. They have the offense of a can of tuna. <laughs> so, I mean, they can't. Is, they, is that good? Can of tuna. No, I don't know. Can of tuna. Don't even, what happens when you hit a pop fly? It's like, can of corn. Yeah. Can of corn. I don't yep. know what a can of tuna is. Probably it just nothing doesn't sound good. Like Probably much, nothing good. There's doesn't sound like there's much offense coming from it. <laughs> Whatever that is. Whenever but. DeGrom pitches, I'll tell you, it's a can of tuna. There's nothing going on with DeGrom pitches. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. going to tell you about DeGrom right now. Like, DeGrom, to me, and X, you've heard me say this, and I don't use these words lightly. I don't say this lightly. You know, DeGrom is absolutely must-watch television, but he's, he's to me, what Pedro Martinez was for the Boston Red Sox from 99 to 2001. Great analogy. And, and I'll say this. I was three. And this hurts me. DeGrom's better. Whoa. Like, the, I mean – I don't know about DeGrom. I don't see him enough in terms of, like, Pedro brought so much charisma when he pitched, especially in those years from 99 to 2001. Like, those three years were very, very special. Like, you had to watch Pedro. I feel like with DeGrom, like, you have to watch it. He just – he mows teams down. He's overpowering. He's, he's incredible. He, he's an incredible pitcher. Like, he's just having one of the most dominating seasons of all time. And, you know – Looking at baseball, in, in, in my opinion, like, we need to market the hell out of these guys. Baseball, like DeGrom, you know, specifically DeGrom, you know. Mike uh, Trout. Uh, Mike Trout, Otani, um, uh, Vlad Guerrero. Oh, that's uh, good. Obviously, uh, Tatis with, with San Diego. Like, you know, these guys are, like, good, marketable ball players. And, you know, I, I kind of got off ahead, but X, like DeGrom, you, you're a Mets guy. You're a Mets fan. Like, what do you think when you watch DeGrom? What, oh, do, it's, what it's, do you well, see? What you said, it's, it's must-watch TV. I mean, he might be having the best season of any pitcher of all time. I mean, he's up there. I think it's 19, a lot of the, the, the stats he's breaking have, 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 haven't been broken since 1913 or something like that. I mean, I've changed family plans to watch this guy because I've never, as a, as a Washington you love your football too. team fan and a New York Mets fan, I don't get this at all. This is the, I mean, I don't get the best ever. On my team, I don't get the Tom Brady's. I don't have the Joe Montana's. I don't have the the Pedro Martinez. Watching Jacob Degrom right now is like, 
It's he gets out there. He looks like a stork, but he's he he <laughs> do, he just dominate. He blows through everybody. I mean, his and, and it seems like every he does, it doesn't even get. There's no tendencies. Like as soon as he has a tendency, he changes it. And I mean, the 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 intellect of this guy and the, I mean the execution. The point he for the first time all season he allowed more than one earned run this week and his his ERA skyrocketed to point six nine. I mean, it's unbelievable. Sky. I would say I might have had this. Yeah, Sky was like point five five two. Gooden? You talking about Gooden? No, no. Well, Gooden, yeah. Gooden, that one season in 84 was great. But no no one, I've never seen anything like this of any of my athletes. Red Sox beat him. Yeah. yeah. Red Sox beat the Grom, yeah. Well, uh, was it an earned run? No, I think it won, was an earned run. I think yeah. it was one nothing, but I don't know if it was an earned run or not. It, this all comes back to the can of tuna. For some reason, <laughs> the Mets do not hit. I mean, now they're not hitting with anybody, but with the Grom, they just decide to just shrivel up and die. But... I, I would say like I, there's there's one um, icon in my fan base where I would say is the best of all time. I don't think many people are going to agree with me on this, but I've always held this, and it sounds like I'm a homer. But I think the best head coach of all time, maybe in almost every sport, but definitely in the NFL to me, is Joe Jackson Gibbs. I mean, who's won three different Super Bowls with? I mean, three Super Bowls with with Mark Rippon, Doug Williams. Now Joe Theismann was our last franchise quarterback. Almost, uh, we got the MC Championship with Jay Schrader. If anyone's watched him play, I mean, it's it's a little ugly. I mean, and then he goes to NASCAR and he wins. I, I don't know anything about NASCAR. I mean, I don't think Me you either. guys do either. No, I don't where the hell he, we won it. Where are we going right now? Where are we we're talking? not going to NASCAR. What I can what promise are, you one what thing. What are we doing right we're now? We're not going to NASCAR. All I'm talking about is I, well, let's go. This is all comes back to the is ground. That a sport. I'm watching the best of all time right now. I'm you are. Sure. You you really truly are watching. And, the, and I got, and but I with that being said, is it really like? I don't know. I. I totally hear where you guys are coming from. Here comes baseball, right? I, yeah, I can't. It? I can't get behind it, and it's. I think it's. Yeah. It's not the players' fault. It's baseball. <laughs> it's too slow. There are stupid rules. This new. I mean, you know this. I think the problem for me is this. It's like. Uh, I think it really kind of set in stone during last year of the pandemic, when baseball didn't start till like July or August last year. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it at all. And I was like, you know what? I, I I don't want to sit in front of my TV for three and a half hours and watch a, a three to two game. I don't want to. I don't. I fall I, I'd watch soccer night. if I wanted to do that. I, I, I don't watch end. soccer. Yeah. Sorry, Mike Dombrowski. But it's like <laughs> I just, I just don't. I don't need that. If I want to watch a baseball game, I want it to be like ten to eight. So while I feel like this sticky stuff is is like stupid or whatever, if it's gonna make the pitchers not as good, I'm like, all right, fine. So it, I, I want to see more runs. I want to see more action. There, like, this game is on in front of us right now. There's been three hits. Three hits. It's zero zero. Yeah, like, this I, a, this a, well, this I do not want to hear from the game. pitchers about the sticky stuff. Like no, I don't think the timing up. was good by MLB. No, I think it, the wasn't, timing it wasn't. Was kinda, good. It wasn't good. But 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 now coaches can use people. We're, we're talking about it right now. Right? We're talking about it right now. You're seeing it on the news. You're seeing it on ESPN. You're seeing guys like Max Scherzer last week. Again with Girardi, that's what I say with with Girardi, that was hilarious. Oh, it was that hilarious! Was, it was, was, it was fantastic. That. That was it was fun. great. Yeah. Staring him down in the dugout. And Scherzer's one of those guys too. Like you can mark it. Like you know. So we're talking about baseball. By the way, that would have been a good fight. Scherzer looks a little crazy, and Girardi I wouldn't looks mess like with he lifts weights. Girardi's tough. Oh, Scherzer, I mean, dude, I would not mess with that guy. Yeah, they all seem good. They both do that. But I would have loved the fight. But here's my thing: Mike Trout has been in, in Major League Baseball for how long? I don't even know. A long time. Like a decade. He's a stud. You don't hear about him. Agreed, but he doesn't have the same charisma that Tatis has. Do you like, think baseball doesn't have charisma? That's what I'm exactly saying. the that's, problem. That's but my they point. need to like right now. Baseball needs to figure it out. Like they have guys with charisma. They have guys that they can market. Where Otani 
is that's cool. One of the best pitchers. That's cool. And he's hitting. He's, he leads the league in home runs. That's cool. Like, think about that. The Grom's hitting four sixty, by the, the way. <laughs> exactly. Boom. There's yeah. my point. So we haven't seen a guy like you. Look at Otani. You're that's Babe Ruth. I, I know that sounds nuts. Whoa. I, that's what it is. Babe Ruth. But were, you, that, were you around back then? No. But Babe Ruth was <laughs> like hitting home Close. runs. He was the best pitcher yeah. on the team. No, I hear like, you. we don't. We I haven't mean, Wally seen mentioned this. Rod Rust <laughs> I know. on the podcast. So. <laughs> but I mean, who knows like, when he was born? I, 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 even I hear what you're saying. Lindor, it's just the game. Freddie Freeman, Tatis. But that's the thing. Like, market the hell of these guys and then make these subtle changes. I'm putting, See, you, I'm putting you on the spot. How are you going to market them? What are I, you doing? Y- you just nah. keep talking about him. You just keep MLB needs to do like put him in every commercial. Oh my god! Wait, I just saw just Wally was talking about it. Ratings just went up for base, Major <laughs> League should. Baseball. I can't believe this just happened. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, are you guys seeing this? Well, like <laughs> you know, you see commercials for MLB. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm getting excited here. But like, you see commercials for MLB the show, and you see Tatis. It's a fun game. And you see the show is a great. You know, you have yeah, a guy like that. um. That's actually uh, probably better than watching baseball. Oh, so you can't Guerrero, Guerrero, like. Vladdy, like that dude hits freaking bombs. But do and, you, you know, see, and I haven't, I haven't out. even talked about the Yankees yet. Like you Aaron, Aaron Judge, you don't need they to. suck. They I don't want to hear about those guys. And they, so, like, I've you, been trying to get you to talk about the the Red Sox dominating the Yankees for like weeks now. I can't even get a peep out of you. Oh, you're, even, you're, not, you're even sleeping on have baseball. Seven and zero in the last I'm seven not, games. The, like, I am, and I'm not. Well, look at. I mean, this is what it comes out. I mean, it is. It's it's hitting. I mean, that's what people want to see. I mean, as much as I love watching Degrom and I. But what, who, look at the top batters, even the NL. I th- how many people are over 300? I think there's like three or four it's people crazy. over 300. Yeah, That's it's nuts. not many. It's not never many. been that level before. But it's the average batting average, well, we're talking about the Mets, Canatuna. It's like 240, <laughs> 230. I mean, it's like. Yeah, they the got Mets. one hit tonight. And I think. Yeah. And I believe. Sure. I think, where, it was an I think MLB said, you know, we need to step in. Like, get rid of the sticky substance. Get rid of these dominating guys. Like, you know. But remember, before the season started. They said they came out. They like there were all these reports that they made the baseballs harder to hit. Like they they didn't like they're not because of all of last year. Yeah, fine. Last year was fun. Exactly. Let them hit. Who cares? When, I mean, I didn't miss it. But when it came on, it was cool because it was it was ten nine games. It was eleven seven games. It was they scored runs. I don't care if the balls are corked. Cork them again. Well, that and that's the thing. Like when yeah. Pedro was doing More his steroids. thing in the yeah. early, late nineties. I don't 90s, care. Yeah. In the really late nineties, early two thousands, Pedro was the guy, and like you had home runs. Everywhere, yeah, McGuire, Different Sosa. Sosa, so that that, that makes it more. Impressive. You had guys just hitting bombs. I mean, I want Mark McGuire to come up with acne on his neck and just hit like <laughs> seventy course. bombs again. That's what we all want, there but was, like, it's not going to happen. There again. was something on Twitter today about All Star voting for for, <coughs> for this Major League Baseball season. It is the lowest it's ever been for voting. No one cares. What did we say? No on one the, cares. What did we say on the podcast, Wally? Help me remember this. Get the seats out. Was it so we were talking about the, the, the baseball's like the old guy at the diner. He comes to <laughs> you get there for eight thirty every morning, gets the same goddamn omelet every morning. That's baseball. That is baseball. That's episode one shit. You know what is you're it episode really? two? Uh, I mean, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> we're right? trying to move forward and evolve. Yeah. So NFL keeps the evolving. Old, yeah, baseball no, yes. orders orders a mushroom, the peppers, old, and an omelet with a little side of salt in oh, an OJ. At the no moment. pulp. The old no guy pulp. at the diner no needs pulp. to change his location. Baseball has the opportunity to do that right now. I want him to do it because I, I love baseball. I think we all love baseball. I think baseball is romantic. 
It is great. Ooh. I want to go to a baseball game. You were talking about taking your daughter to a baseball game. Mets I want to take my kids July to a baseball game. I, podcast. I do enjoy like, going to a baseball game. I really do. The atmosphere there is different than watching it on TV. Exactly. And, and the game can change, but like... There's guys in the game right now that we need to know about. You're correct. It is. It is a. If there's ever been a time to do it, you gotta go now. And I think MLB realizes that. But like, what are they doing about it? Like, what are they doing about it? Not, not much. I mean, they're ordering the same omelet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, let me God. ask you guys a question. So, baseball. Can you guys watch Padres Giants? No. And stay no. For the whole no game? way. No. no way. No way. In in NFL, can you watch? Yes. Saints, yes. Carolina, yeah, the yes. answer is yes, yes. No matter Every what. Sunday. Bengals, but, Browns, I don't care. But, you know, there is 162 baseball games. Like, Do you think the season's it's too a long? Po- but it's, it too you know long? what? I'm being unfair. You can't compare any sport to NFL. You can't. It's so NFL, NFL. NFL that. That's just not fair to baseball. That's been a theme of what we've talked about, X, with, this, with what we, we're doing here. Is, and and NFL, yeah, it is order something else, please. Yeah, that's please. what it comes down to. Definitely. Um, so anyway, MLB, do your job, get, get this thing, make the games faster, make them more interesting, market these great stars that you have in the game and, uh, let's, let's get things going. Yeah. Like who cares? Get rid of sticky stuff. Get some steroids going. We're in good shape. Do you want to touch on NBA? Yeah, Let's I mean, we, we have some time, right? Do we have time? You know what? We have time. We have time. It's the first one in like four months. You got yeah, time. We, got a lot we have plenty to talk of time. About. We have plenty of time. Nets bucks. What do we think? Nets. Just kidding. I was, I was like, uh, does he know? Does, yeah. does he know? An That's how much I don't know about the NBA. Well, I mean. Bucks, Hawks. The, I, the, all these Nets fans who have come out of the woodwork in the last year. It's like, oh, the injuries, injuries, injuries. I guess. But, like, that team was a wagon. Like, you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I know I know their injuries. They shouldn't. They should not have lost. The Nets should not have lost. So, yeah. They shouldn't have. Who in the that East game seven was crazy? No, but, that nobody. Game was, yeah. But nobody. that was a but coaching like, mistake at the end to give it. I mean, Durant was gassed at the end, and to have him get the last turn for the last time, head coach. Yeah. I don't have yeah. a receipt for this. Was bad coaching, because I, I just didn't save it. You might now. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, but when I, when the Nets first assembled Durant, Kyrie, and Harden, my first inkling was it's not going to work. Not because they weren't talented. Not because they couldn't play. It's because. One of them was going to implode. One of them was going to get hurt. And, you know, there it was. Like, you know, Harden, he was completely out of shape. You you waited for that hamstring injury to kind of pop up again. Yeah. You waited for something to happen with Kyrie. Did it all happen when he stomped on the Boston Celtic logo? Yeah, karma. I don't know. Karma is a female dog. <laughs> karma is a <laughs> bitch, Kurt. It is. A we bitch. are 50 minutes in. I I guess I could say that. Yeah, your dog. Stop listening. No one's listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop listening. No one's listening. So keep saying. Hopefully, it. people are listening. Anyway, you know, you look at that Nets team, the way it was constructed. Durant was great. I mean, and again, he they load managed the crap out of them. And one of my favorite segments the last three months has been. Mad Dog with his oh. load management <laughs> freak out. Spiels. Every single night. Ewing icing his knees. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard it, go to, go to Mad Dog yeah. and, and just listen to that ever. segment where he talks about load management, Kevin Durant, and all that. It's just an amazing segment. Anyway, where am I? But you knew <laughs> at some Nets. point that was going to implode. The Nets yeah. were not. That it was, it's not going to work next year. It's not going to work the year I mean, after, and the NBA. Nets, the Nets are going to go away. Thing. But then it doesn't work. But I'll tell you what: if the Nets 
if the Nets were playing for a championship next week, people would watch. Yes. They would. Yes. yes. I'll tell you what. I could <laughs> literally care less. I have not watched one game nope. of the Hawks and the Bucks. I could care less. They're, you're you're, and the, I, you're the majority. And I like Giannis. I think Giannis is, is great to watch. I like Trey Young for the Hawks, but like I'm going to be honest, it's not worth me putting it on. No LeBron, no Steph Curry. The Nets were the last thing that people yeah. they were going to get ratings. I, I was just I will say this, I have watched and unsatisfying. I, flaccid, yikes. I have <laughs> I have watched a couple of the Suns Clippers games. I like the Suns. Because I really I like, like I, the Suns. Yeah. yeah. They're they're likable. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, that whole thing. I I enjoy the Suns. But like I don't think the majority of the country is watching. I don't think they care. Yeah. So, I, and I think can you, can you imagine, maybe Kawhi Leonard would have brought up a little you, bit. What maybe uh, can you imagine a, a Suns Hawks finals? Like, no. oh. that's not exciting. And the NBA and, and is probably like, God, please, no. And like, that's and that's the problem with the NBA. But I think the NBA doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the NBA needs that sexy finals. Because of like what it does globally, yeah. Because it's not baseball. It, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But again, they're they're way, way, way behind the NFL in terms of like you know the, what their popularity, what they do. Um, and I think Adam Silver would think the same way you do, Kurt. Like they, yeah. they don't want to see they don't want to see Hawks Clippers. They just no, don't. No, they don't. I, um, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people who are watching want the Suns to win because they're a likable team and they're fun and they're new. They play. So fast-paced. Like, they are the fastest-paced team in the, in the NBA, which is fun. It's fun to watch because <laughs> – Mind you, have good college. Because, yeah, because it's not baseball. You're not because sitting there yeah. twiddling your thumbs. It's it's so fast-paced. There's always action. It's like there's – it's 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 fun to watch. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I tune in every game, but it, it's fun to watch. And it, it's, it's weird right now for me, and I, I think it just further cements the fact that NFL is king, and I know we've said that at nauseum. That's why we talk about it 99% yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, it's always NFL when it's not season. Even the NFL. I know. It's just like <laughs> the NHL is in the Stanley Cup finals right now. The NBA is about to be in the finals right now, and baseball's into – we're almost into July. We're name the team all, in the NHL all, finals. Can you guys name them? I no, can't. it's the Lightning and the Canadians. No, I could care really? less. I could care less. The two most hated hockey. teams for I've the heard Bruins. Of them, I really like. I really like, <laughs> I really like NHL hockey. It's just this year's – was weird they went to four divisions that were kind of wonky it, it was it was weird but um well they recede they recede like it just well, makes it i i you know when the bruins the, when the bruins went out i stopped watching that's enough hockey talk let's stop yeah that sorry, right sorry sorry Jeez, we just lost all our audience <laughs> everyone's yeah. sorry guys <laughs> I was, and, uh, both of them I, that was on me. I will i will watch sun's bucks i hope i, I think that's going to be the nba finals i i because yeah. you know I, I like Giannis. I, I think I don't think he's one of the all-time greats at all. I don't think he's a he may be in the top five this year of the NBA. But like, I I'd like to see that final. I, I and and Chris Paul, you know, I didn't realize how good he was. I knew he was a very good player. I knew he was, um, you know, a guy that's been hurt in in key situations when he was with the Clippers and, you know, uh, during those playoff series and, and a few years ago. But like, Chris Paul is just an incredible leader. He, savvy. He, he, he's savvy. He's old school in a way. Yeah, like he, he he's a mid range guy. He just doesn't like just shoot the three and just doesn't like just go to the basket. He like he makes plays. He's a true leader point guard. Here's he's what, old school. Here's something interesting. He was out the first two games of the conference finals because he got like COVID protocol. Like he was he was a cl- uh, close yeah, contact or something. Yeah. And when the game three when he came back when the Clippers won. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love. I, I really like Chris Paul. And I like what he does. It was, but they made a comment like, 
the Suns' pace of play was so much slower with Chris Paul out there just because, I mean, he's 36 years old. He is, yeah. Chris Paul is out. That's a fossil for the NBA. Yeah. Like, because um, you got out there with 19, 20-year-old guys. So, I mean, obviously, there's there's only so much you can do at 36 years old. So, I thought that was kind of an interesting tidbit. They got they, they lost that game. They've they've since went up, what is it, 3-2? 3-2. 3-2. And that series? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yours would, would be so much sexier with Kawhi in there, though. It would be. Oh, it way would be. I, don't, I still don't understand what's happening. That'd be a game he's, he's seven top, you want to watch. To my mind, top three clutch players in the NBA. They said ACL, but then they've kind of walked back on it. They're like, well, it's his knee. They didn't talk about what that injury was for a while. What's the rules with the NBA? Do you know? Like, I have no idea. They can just shut their mouths and not tell anyone what the injury is. Here's, they did that for four weeks, four, uh, here's five days. The NHL does that. I mean, sorry, guys, NHL talk. But they don't They don't disclose injuries. It's upper okay. body, lower body. That's it. That's the only thing in the NHL. Here's something to go back to the NBA that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way with Kawhi Leonard. Why is he sitting in a box? I have no clue. Why is Kawhi he not, is a weird why dude. Why is he not in the bench? He's a he's weird a guy. Too. He's way he's off. A, he loves load management. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's all about that. He's, he's always about that. But like, yeah. I'm like, dude, you are the – Maybe they're saving are, for game seven. I'm like, you're the guy, though. <laughs> yeah. like, but from like, Hoping they win game six. But like, For example, Wally, you're a basketball coach. Let's say your best player is out injured. Do you want him standing up in the, in the no, balcony? No, I want him with my guys. Yeah, you want him with You hope guys. your best player is your leader. Yeah. I don't see that with Kawhi. Yeah, I'm – I think you can lead in different ways. You can lead by example, and there's leaders who are fiery and passionate. But at the same time, it's like I don't know if you lead from a box. So, you so can't. And here's the this thing: like, point. Yeah. you can't. And Kawhi's a great leader, but here's the thing: when he when they won with the Spurs, it was Tim Duncan. Oh like, yeah, I mean Tim Duncan, yeah, 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 yeah. Tony yeah. Parker, Manager yeah. Lombly. Yeah, he was the. They were the leaders. Yeah, Kawhi was when when he won with the Raptors. Kyle Lowry was the leader of that team. Good it point. wasn't even close. Like, and. You know, so say what you want about Kawhi, and maybe I'm talking myself into like thinking that he's not that, not as good as advertised. Because I feel like leadership and taking your team to another level is a big deal in the NBA. And Kawhi, you know, we're seeing some things with him and what he's about. It just really rubbed me the wrong weird, way. Like, weird situation. Get down on the bench with your guys, man. Like I don't know. I agree. Unless you have some like weird brain injury where you can't, or if you. You know what I mean? Like, just get down there. Be Weird there. We injury. don't know what his injury is. That could make a brain injury. Yeah, maybe. He might think so. Right. Well, gentlemen. We, we, we got there. So, being a brain injury, we went <laughs> way know. over uh, time. We, oh, we another, are Hey, another out. hit in this are baseball game. Another hit. There's a hit. It's still 0-0. Zero, zero. Wow. They're, Fantastic. Yeah, but that wasn't a Mets hit, so it's not breaking news. All right. Well, they did get one while we were doing this. They have two, I think. I know. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's high, high, high octane baseball here. Yep. Good God. Acuna Jr. is a good player. He can hit. Look at that. Fancy yellow yeah, it's cleats. Flashy. I like yeah. that. Show it. Show the fancy yellow cleats. Look at that. Yellow. Oh, yellow batting He's gloves. He's nice. All right, guys. We're out of time. But, you know, Kurt, man, this is great. Hey, thanks this, for I having can me. talk about. You're invited here anytime. We, we like to talk. We, we do like to talk. Like Football. To talk. Um, XW Podcast, Episode 9. Shout out Frank. Frankie Frank. Q. What do you call him? Frankie, Frankie, Frankie Q. Q. Frankie Q. Frankie Q. You're hired. You're hired. Yeah, You're we, in. We want you back. We're out. CX.